This is Dr. Megan Miller. And this is Joe Smith. And we have Wheel Decide Wednesday, the first one for 2022. We're excited to have members of the collective here with us live on our Zoom. And for those of you who are watching on Facebook Live, we are going to go ahead and spin the wheel and um, see what our topic is. I did add reading interventions. Anyone who's listening, um, that's with us live here from the collective or watching on Facebook live. If you have any ideas for topics, please let us know right now. Joe and I schedules are kind of crazy. So, um, we've just been using will decide Wednesday as even our pot, like our podcast for right now. So any ABA topic or any fun thing you want us to put on here and talk about for two minutes and 30 seconds, feel free to tell us and we will add it. So I'm going to go ahead and spin the wheel. Ooh, time management. That's a good one for the beginning of the year. I can't remember if we've talked about this one yet or not. No, no, okay. we haven't. Perfect. All right. And then Liz has a wellness practices. So I'll add that for next time. Um, all right, Joe, I went first last time, but do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Um, and of course, like this is unscripted. We don't have anything planned. So this is a lot like a, a time management. You can go in so many different directions. Um, so I will start now and for time management, this is something that has been, uh, ever <clears throat> a, a journey for me, just a journey. Um, ever since I was a teacher, time management has been super important. Um, and now as a BSBA and a foster dad, like it's super important and super difficult because I feel like you're always pivoting as well um based on like anything that whatever happens throughout the day so for me with time management it, it's it's I had to focus on little habits at a time and building um like little habits into bigger habits um and in order for me to be able to um be more efficient with my time uh, it, it doesn't always go right. Like there's always something that has pops up and it's difficult. It's difficult for me to get back on track with time management. Uh, I'm sure Megan can discuss time management strategies that has worked for her in the past. Um, one of the things that I know for me that I'm trying to get better at is waking up earlier because I feel like those are a few solid hours in the morning that I'm losing. Um, that would be really beneficial for me to um, wake up, get my day going, start doing some work um, that would really be beneficial. Um, another thing that I thought of is having certain hours of my day scheduled out that is sacred and those are the days for me i mean the times for me to like get stuff done um but like i said it's not always perfect it doesn't always work for me and i feel like it, it's a ever-changing process for me and i and i have 10 seconds left <laughs> so time management i think the best book I have, I've listened on 
just managing your time or just building habits to be more efficient is um, Atomic Habits. And my time's up. Awesome, Joe. Thanks. And for those of you who are listening, if you have any time management tips that you want to share, feel free to type them in the chat or um, when I, after I finish mine, you can get on the mic and share as well. So, um, okay. So for me, I've definitely shifted over the years when I first started in the field and I was working directly with clients all of the time, I basically set my planner up where I had either purchased or I would handwrite it in, which is not a good management of your time. So I recommend purchasing ones that have the hours already, you know, listed for each day. And then I would block out, um, what my clients were, obviously you can use like an electronic calendar and then things just repeat. And that's a lot easier. But for some reason, for me, there's something about physically doing it with a pencil and being able to erase stuff and move things around that just gives me a better picture of what's going on. One of the things that I always made sure to do though, with my schedule was, um, block out time for paperwork. So it took me a little bit to realize, you know, per client, because each client was a little bit different how much paperwork I would need for them. And then I would calculate out based on what was going on for that month, if I had like assessments due or what was happening, what kind of hours I was going to need to get my paperwork done. And then I would put in blocks for that as well. And those were just as solid as my client session times. So I was fortunate with some clients, I had set schedules and then with some clients, it was like supervision or whatever. So it depended on uh, when I could like sort of move those around. So I would block out times based on putting all of those factors together and make sure I had like, say I needed to do five hours of paperwork that week, I would already block it into my schedule so that I would make sure to get that done. And I wasn't doing treatment plans at like 11 o'clock at night. Although again, when I first started in the field, I was usually working from like 7am until 10, but I was also a lot younger and it was easier to do those things. <laughs> I didn't have kids or anything like that. As I've um, gotten to do like more a variety of things, I really love the idea of block schedules, which is kind of similar to what I just talked about, but it's more now I don't have, I don't see clients day to day. I have just like different projects and things I'm working on emails. I have to check and like inter engagement with the collective and stuff like that. And it's gotten to be a little difficult. Like I made a block schedule for last year and it was beautiful and I didn't ever follow it, <laughs> but I had blocked out time to read for personal time to read for professional time to work on certain projects. And then I just never executed it. So that's one of my goals for this year is to finally get that into play. That's my time. I think the biggest thing though, is, is from a time management perspective is having that pre-planning, which is ironic because it's like, you need time to manage your time. <laughs> but if you don't plan it out ahead of time, um, especially if there's certain things like um, I get a massage every week because I get migraines and I have like workouts I get in, even those types of things that are more like self-care related, like those get blocked out and should be seen just as solid as, as your work schedule is too. So that's me. Um, anyone that's on from the collective, Liz, Kelly, Sarah, Rachel, do any of you have tips you want to share? Either in the chat or on the microphone. I don't want to be redundant, but um, I was going to say pretty much exactly what you guys just said. Like, it doesn't seem like rocket science, but it took me until this year to actually put like my gym time in my schedule. Um, 
I'm supposed to be there today from nine to 10. So you can see how well it's working out. Um, <laughs> Sorry to distract you from gym time. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I'll just, I'll just, I'm late anyways. I might as well just stick around and hang out with you guys. Um, but once it's on my calendar for today, it's a priority. Um, and that made a, a huge, huge, like it's made a significant difference um, when I started doing that to me following it. Um, and I think exactly what you said, I make my appointments for the things that I need to do in my life. Um, whether it's a massage or a hair appointment or like stuff that needs to get done. And those things are part of my day and part of life. And, um, and once they're in the schedule, they're in the schedule and, and they, they have to happen. So, um, and I'm all electronic. I never thought I'd leave a written planner a few years ago. Um, but I solely rely on my, my electronic calendars. Cause then I can share <laughs> what I have to share with folks and, um, the other stuff I can just keep to myself. Everybody has to just revolve around my calendar. <laughs> yeah. I'm electronic now too, but then it also becomes a problem because if it's not in the calendar, it doesn't exist. <laughs> so I've definitely missed a few things where like, I forgot to add it or the person didn't send me a calendar invite. And then I'll get an email like 10 minutes into whatever was supposed to be happening. Like, where are you? I'm like, well, it wasn't in my calendar. <laughs> so Oh, and I guess my other thing is boundaries is like a start time for your work stuff and an end time for your work stuff and a start time for your personal stuff and an end time for your personal stuff, just so you have de designated times when you, cause at, at four or five o'clock, depending on the day I shift to take care of my home and my family and myself, um, no matter what. So yeah, mostly. Awesome. Awesome. I think that's been my biggest struggle is um, setting those boundaries. Um, and it's it's led to me needing to find a new job because the boundaries are so blurred, you know, and I've, I've kind of let that happen. But at the same time, it's affected my mental health so much that like work has consumed me and I haven't blocked out those times and I haven't made that time sacred for me for you know, working out for cooking healthy, for taking care of my dogs. And, um, you know, that's what I want to take into 2022 is hearing everybody's advice about how important it is. It's like, why wasn't this in my grad school training, but yeah. <laughs> here we are still trying to figure out like how to set those boundaries and, um, manage my time wisely. So that's what I want to take into this next year and into this new job. That's awesome, Rachel. And I think one of the things for anyone who's listening, who's having a similar thought, if you're in a situation where you're like not able to make that kind of change or not wanting to, I think sometimes people get stuck. They're like, well, this is how it already is. So I'm here, here I am. You can at any time change, right? So even when I was running navigation, we would have new policies that would have to go into place or I would mentor people with businesses and they would have new policies that needed to be enacted. And they're, they would be like, well, but that's not how it is right now. And it's like, well, you just write a letter and you say effective this date, this is the new thing that's happening. And this is why, right? So you do the same thing for yourself, effective this date. It's not like something you probably could just wake up and be like, starting today, I'm doing this. No, you have to make a plan for it, but you set a date and you say, starting here, these are the boundaries that I'm putting into place. This is my new schedule and all that kind of stuff. And people, I think just sometimes they get so just caught up in like, this is what I'm already doing. So I guess I'm just, that's how it is. Instead of thinking about what can my plan be? And it might be shaping, it might be baby steps, but what can my plan be to get to where I need to be? Um, and especially from that, like mental health standpoint, Liz also said in the chat boundaries 
and provider mental health is like one of my favorite topics and so important. <laughs> and then Megan and Liz, uh, it's interesting to listen to you about how your planner is all electronic. For the past like couple of years, I've been doing the passion planner and I love the being able to write it. And I, there's something that's just so more, so much more solidified for me when it's in my planner. And then I can also write notes, footnotes. I can like, if I'm in a meeting, I can write it into my calendar. So I have a permanent product. So like something that I, I took a couple of weeks on is to try and decide what I want to do for 2022. So I haven't started yet, but I'm going to, after this meeting, I'm going to just take 15 minutes and start working on this. Just, just starting that habit. But I got the high performance planner this year. Um, and it's a daily planner and it has everything written out. It's really laid out pretty well. Um, and what I like about it is it starts at 6 a.m. and it ends at um, 7.30. Because after that, you should be getting ready for bed and everything. Usual, usual planners go from midnight, midnight to midnight. And um, I don't like that because like my day ends like pretty abruptly about 7 a.m. with like 7 p.m. with anything. Yeah. Um, after that, it's bedtime for the kids, getting them ready, me getting ready for bed, you know. I like I how you're like, that. my planner ends at 7.30 because that is when we should be getting ready for bed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. Okay. <laughs> having, I tell you what, after having kids, like if I don't get them started on their nightly routine, it's a crisis um, because then they stay up later. They're th then affects the next morning because they're cranky. They didn't get enough sleep. It's they need that structure routine as much as I do. <laughs> yep. So. Sarah agrees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're over time. We're going to try to be good about keeping this to 15 minutes so people can get to whatever they need. Just to let you all know, um, if you're members of the collective, I sent out a pretty lengthy email yesterday with a nice table of all of our events from January to March of 2022. And um, our next thing is actually in a couple hours with me. It's our weekly meeting. It's going to be at 12 o'clock today. So if you're able to join us, 12 Eastern, and we're mostly for January, just going to be getting to know each other and planning for the year. Uh, but I hope to see some of you there. And, um, and then we have our other events starting next week. We have our first webinar on the 15th, that Saturday. So I'm super excited. The webinar is with, um, it's on the enhanced choice model with Melissa um, Sanatrochi. So I'm really excited for her to talk to us about that. So hopefully I'll see some of you in a few hours. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. As soon as I can find my thingy, <laughs> there we go. <laughs>